0: What's up, people? Moto X Pod Show, Wednesday, February 15th, a day late from normal. Guys, I'm Mark Poole, your host, with me as always, my faithful producer over here, my buddy, DJ TJ Smith. What's up, bud? What's up, man? How are you tonight? Well, I am well. How are you? Doing great. Did FedEx (laughs) treat you good
1: today? It did not. It did not. It did not? It had all kinds of issues. Yeah, I had like 70 stops today, and I didn't even try hard. I was done early. I only had like... 30 stops, but then I had to fix two trucks, and then one of my drivers hit something. It's, yeah, great day.
0: That's what you get for being an overachiever,
2: All right?
0: <laughs> guys, special guest in studio. He's a, a, a so,
3: semi-local guy. He lives here now. Very fast human being on a dirt bike. Mr. John Moeller, what's going on, John? What's up, guys? Not too much. Just uh, swung by to hang out with the Moto X Pod guys.
0: Well, we appreciate it, man. We've been trying to get John in here for a little bit, and uh, he's, his
3: schedule finally has allowed that, so... Just got back to California, correct? Correct. I'm uh, back in Texas now and couldn't be happier. There you go. How was it out there? It was pretty, it went pretty well. Uh, traffic, uh, they don't talk about the traffic for no reason. It's absolutely horrible. Is it? And uh, there's about 900 people at all of the tracks all riding at the same time. <laughs> so that's interesting. Quads yeah. and UTVs as well, it seems. Oh, oh wow, wow. But uh, No, it was a good experience for sure.
0: Good deal. What all tracks did you get to ride while you're out there?
3: Uh, we pretty much hit them all i would say Glen helen uh Cahia creek that was personally my favorite paula i've heard that one's good yeah, yeah. Cahia's is awesome paula was about 10 minutes from our house lake elsinore was close we went there uh milestone paris cool hey um, is star west still open or like or is it... i don't think so i think they were uh closed down which while we were out there we had all that rain i'm sure y'all heard heard about and well, yeah. uh yeah but no we didn't go there
0: Right, right. Yeah, the rain's been the story of the Supercross series so far, just about, probably the biggest story, minus everybody,
3: how many dudes are getting
0: killed off out there. Other yeah. Other than that,
1: so. And we had the first weekend of a indoor stadium and the track was absolutely horrible (laughs) worst track of the season worst track of the season and
0: on top of that they had a day race because of the ufc scheduling or whatever on tv and all that sun coming you know they've got a shade they can pull down there jerry just don't let them do
1: it yeah because he didn't want to spend electricity to probably to to run those electric motors that were lower that i'm sure Well, he's
0: not a billionaire for no reason so i can't (laughs) hate on him too bad but i'm gonna give my stepdad crap about that one but uh anyways yeah dallas supercross just came through through town and uh it was pretty eventful nonetheless, so I'd like to get you guys' take on what you think happened. Marvin Muskan, first career win. Got to give it to the dude. It was coming at some point. It came pretty quick into the year, and that's good. Does anybody else think Cooper Webb wouldn't have won had they not restarted it, though?
3: Well, all I'm saying is uh, I picked Muskan for the win in my fantasy and whenever they had the restart... <laughs> I just looked up at the skies. But, yeah, I think Webb was probably gone the way that track was. Uh, well, you say that, but he got a flat. He could have got that flat. During that's the, true. So, what would that's he have true. rather, you know, the restart
1: and he doesn't or be up front and get a flat? Well, I'm that, telling you, either one of those would, would suck.
0: Well, I tell you what, that restart worked in Moosecan's favor because his gate pick, uh, he had a pretty good gate pick there, and I think they were whole shotting all day from that one. And he didn't get a good jump off that first one. Luckily, that restart, he just – Darted him, Did so you that... pay
1: attention to his interview where he said that he just closed his eyes and went? Really? Like hell or high? He even said it on TV. He was like, I'm just basically, he just felt like it was time to go and go. And they showed it on the replay. He was coming off of the clutch and back wheels starting to spin. And then the gate moved. It was an it was a Michael He type pulled on a move. Yeah, went for
0: it. <laughs> I think the closing the eyes thing is bullshit. I think he timed it. You know, okay, well, maybe maybe, maybe that's good to talk about that on TV though.
1: Yeah, he said it during the interview, live on TV or really? live. But you know what I mean. He it's, he
0: says a lot of things when they
1: interview him. That's but, true. Uh, yeah. It's a lot. Maybe that's why you missed it because he talks so much. I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I,
0: it was on FS two or whatever or whatever. No, it was on FS one again. Yeah, I guess the time. I, whatever reason, my DVR did not record it. It oh, records no. all of uh, minus. The throwing F S two I don't have it. Yeah. So I just had to I had to YouTube it. The next oh, day. And okay. all I did was watch the main, so I didn't even get to watch the heat races or anything. The You're racing
3: right. wasn't good. Yeah. What's up with the YouTube now? They uh you can't get the full screen. Am I the only one that deals with that? Yeah I can't get it either. Yeah. I don't that's know horrible. what
0: that's about. They need to change that crap quickly.
3: Oh, I so, don't know. I don't I don't that's... have cable so uh yeah, that's <laughs> how I, watch the races. I, I
0: hear you. I hear you. well we luckily my wife like right after Christmas she more or less forced the issue. Look, we're getting I'm tired of not watching the Kardashian, whatever the hell she watches, you know. So we had to get it. I was like, all right, cool, we'll get it again. And I'm good with it now. i got there movies go, to watch and yeah. <laughs> Supercross that I want to. But anyways, well, yeah, uh, Cole Seeley, uh, the other podium, him and Jason Anderson both, that was pretty good. Um, it's good to see. That's what Dungey got fourth and still extended his points lead. Obviously, yeah, Tom exactly. Tomac's mishap helped him out a bunch, but you just can't do anything wrong everything to do touches turns to gold it seems like
1: how the heck they cut his brake line and i've seen them do that outdoors or whatever i could not imagine we got to ride this weekend at um at a track they had like this little arena cross or kind of a miniature super cross track set up at a north 40 mm-hmm. that they're building out there we got to go out there and ride with sherman power sports ride day and i could not imagine jumping into a corner with no front brake i could barely do i'm not, i mean obviously i'm slow and Everybody else could grease the corners, but I struggled to shut down in those dry slit corners with
3: the front brake. I, I, how can you do that without a front brake? It just
0: let's ask the fast guy. What do you think?
3: I'm taking losing my rear brake over my front brake all day. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what Absolutely. I'm saying. I would have launched every one of those corners without my. Front brake. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, man. That just goes. I think like the only person that would have not affected was was Bubba back in the day on his 125. Yeah, because uh, I don't think he uses brakes at all. At all, I think he just hauled ass everywhere. It didn't matter. But right. Yeah, that, that's a bad deal. Bummer for him. Like he's pretty much kind of shot. His t- unless Dungey has some type of well, he got up
1: fifteenth with no front brake from dead last to fifteenth. That I mean, he beat people. He beat Blake Baggett. That was
3: kind of like attrition out there, though. It was yeah. a survival deal. Yeah. Did you get to... John, you were there? Did I, you get was, to, I was there. I saw them uh, fall one by one. <laughs> Did you actually get to check the track out after the races or whatever? I didn't, no. I, I left um, before the main was over to beat the traffic. <laughs> There's a lot of guys I, that I talked you. to that went down there afterwards and said, it looked bad,
1: and when you got down there, it was even worse. Like, down to concrete, like, in a lot of places that's
3: crazy just... yeah it definitely was bad and i think that was the word around the pits as well is that uh these tracks just aren't holding up for what the abuse the guys are giving them mm, they need to get some more dirt on them when they when you're going down on the concrete in more than like in
0: one spot's bad enough it went down in multiple spots on this deal i think from what i can gather from my right. interviews you know things right. articles things like that you got to do something about that these time main events they're putting more time on the track too, and which is good for us fans, but it's not. Good. It doesn't look like it's working out that well for some of the riders. I mean,
1: yeah, it's true,
0: and they're going to have to. And obviously, they did the best they could in on, on the. You know, when we're on the West Coast, they had a lot of rain to deal with and no domes, things like that. But it's claiming victim after victim, one way or another. You know. Yeah, know. well, we'll
1: see what happens this next weekend, Minneapolis, right? Mm-hmm. Minneapolis. And were they there last year? They haven't been there in a while, have they? In Minneapolis, or uh, honestly I honestly don't have a clue.
0: No, I think Minneapolis came back a few years ago because okay. I think that was the big deal they were talking when Hill when Josh Hill was still racing because that was one of his his main event win. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the, right. Then they had stopped having it right up until this point. Right after that, so. I knew it wasn't around
1: forever. So that that dirt should be pretty new. So maybe they'll have plenty of it, and it won't be you know because I'm sure over the years as they bring dirt in and out, in and out, it causes it to lose. A little bit left in the truck, a little bit on the ground, a little bit, and that's probably what happens, and they just don't replenish it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, I don't know. They're gonna, I mean, it's a billion dollar business. They're gonna have to do something about that. That's it, true. Uh, you, especially when you got guys' health at stake, and you're gonna take care of them. It, uh, <laughs> Anyways, guys, tonight's show brought to you by Shock Socks and PMP Sprockets. Shock Socks, we all know how expensive motocross can be. That's why you need Shock Socks, the original and number one 10 second removable fork seal protector. Shock Socks keeps grit and grime out of your fork seals. Who needs the headache of changing seals? Go to shocksocks.com uh, and Facebook slash Socks to pick up your color.
1: Also available for street bikes. TJ, you run Shock Socks uh yes
3: sir well, you kind of have to when you own a track that's nothing but sand right right <laughs> Muller, you ever had any experience with those i haven't uh i actually have spoke with shan before and would love to try some out yeah we need to we need to get him hooked up with a set i'm sure we can jamie guida i know you're gonna
0: listen to this get john Muller a set of shock socks please but uh, all right also uh pmp sprockets hey moto heads do you need an upgrade to your drivetrain Get it, get it in gear with PMP Sprockets with tons of colors for all makes and models available for dirt street. Check them out at PMP Sprockets.com and Facebook slash PMP Sprockets or call and talk to Kim at 972 429 6200 and tell him Moto X Pod sent ya.
1: Hey, speaking of shock socks just a second ago, and I believe PMP uh, Sprockets too, Aaron Smith, uh, Black Sock Mafia guy, they had him on the show. He made the show, didn't he? Yeah, he he did. Made he qualified in fortieth. I was oh, gonna wow. say he <laughs> got one of the last spots uh, <laughs> on the definitely on the bubble there, but he
3: did make it in. Um,
0: That's pretty stout, though. He doesn't race full time or any of that. No, he still he made the show. That's pretty no, damn that good. that
3: guy. He's uh, he was a old school pro rider. Whenever I turned pro back in uh, around oh nine and. Uh, He's still a badass to this day. It's, yeah. it's cool to see him go out and do that for sure. We yeah, had him on yeah, the show yeah. like a couple weeks ago talking about his helmet painting and all that kind of stuff. Dude, he does some killer work. Have you seen Guida's
1: yeah. Star Wars helmet up close? No, I, I've seen it, but I haven't really gotten like, it. No, 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 no. I was like,
0: it. I, when I wrote to the, when we went to Buffalo Creek, he had it sitting next to me, so I picked it up and just looked, it, and I was afraid to touch it. It was that nice. The detail's that good? Oh, it was gnarly. Yeah. Dude, straight
1: up. Well, anyways, he made it. He got uh, 15th in his um, heat race and then 10th in the LCQ. And on that track, that's really good. You know, what I mean, as as sketchy as that track was, you know, what I mean, it's he got
0: wasn't his heat race again. He
1: got fifteenth. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Damn no, yeah, he
3: was he was up there. Uh, Battling for for spots for sure. I'll give it to him. He didn't lay down a, out, out there out there at all. Yeah, good deal. I'd love to get uh a short short race four fifty class didn't
1: he? Yeah, short did race the four fifty class. We'll have him on here in about fifteen minutes. That's we'll good. I want to get
0: I want to get somebody who actually got to ride that track's Take on it. That'd be a be a, a good deal. But, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got John Short coming up at seven thirty. So between now and then, we're gonna break down the classes a little more in depth. What did you
1: guys think about? Um, dean wilson man i'm super stoked for dean wilson i actually for the few points i made in my uh, fantasy this week is because Mm -hmm. i didn't pick him last week and picked him this week Mm -hmm. Uh, other than that my fantasy was horrible but super stoked for him fifth place on that ride second week on it so I, i didn't think it'd take him very long to get dialed in on that bike because it's so close to the ktm I know they're completely different motorcycles, right? right. Yeah, oh yeah, totally different. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, they got different subframes. I'm sure it does a lot, but uh, different material, I guess. But, anyways, I'm pumped for him to see where he's at and to see, you know, where he started this year and just, just he caught a break, did everything he needed to do to get back, and he's back now. That's awesome. So, out with the three seven seven shipped his french ass off to canada he's gone dude yeah that's right (laughs) no i'm sure i think he was probably over it and looked like he was to me so
1: uh looking here real quick at the results i did notice because we were i know we're about to get to brock tickle there was more suzuki 450s in the top 10 than any other bike
3: there was four that's an interesting point
1: yeah so Malcolm, Bogle, them. Weimer, and Tickle. That's true. You're right. All making that. KTM, KTM, Kind of KTM. a
0: Suzuki
2: guy. So yeah. I, I, I Suzuki's,
3: those are uh, good motorcycles for sure.
0: <laughs> I've heard that new one coming out. It's supposed to be legit. Yeah. I've, yeah.
3: I wonder, oh, I, I'm just,
1: I mean, I hope they didn't change too much. I hope they just made it look good and made it lighter, and then it'll be a perfect
3: bike. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. <laughs> if it them. ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. There you go. Same Everybody but- gives them
0: crap about that, but they're still winning national titles on that. Look damn at that. Thing. There's more of yeah. them in
1: there, and I think only well, technically three of those guys are the support guys. But I mean, What's you look that at matter? Hey, you Malcolm know. Stewart is a full on privateer effort. So mm. you know what I mean. He's not getting any factory help
0: he yeah he said that he ain't got no works parts on that bike i'm calling bullshit you know james had some stuff oh some leftover stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm calling this on that so why would you not whatever it is you know (laughs) speaking of the seven bike when's he coming is he coming back
1: daytona is the i mean he keep pushing it back riding
0: a honda or something yep that that is so weird why didn't come back in the middle of the damn year for
3: but i don't know
0: well maybe his sponsor because
3: he's james stewart when did he ever do things that made sense i agree yeah
0: <laughs> i love him i love bubba but i agree with what john said 100
3: i'm just hoping
1: that he comes out and can just ride and have fun and just you know what i mean like can you because the last few years you could tell he was not having fun on the bike you get what i'm saying when he was out there so that's all we need just go out there have fun finish your career out on a high note be everybody be the people's champion and then
0: yeah absolutely yeah so uh speaking uh moving on with brock tickle in six strong ride for him jacob weimer uh seventh place it was it's kind of a breakout ride for him this year i don't think he's quite had that the results up to that point but uh it's looking like he's jgr's solid dude right now
3: I yeah think, he's about all they got mm-hmm.
0: nicoletti's heel is messed he brought he did the, the the big time ankle break like he messed his heel yeah up it happened day.
1: during press day press day wow and then I, I
0: tell Feld the fo and Press from now on if I was him, yeah, right. But uh, and Pike got hurt in practice. What did the week before?
1: Did y'all hear what Nicoletti did? Did he come up short on something? Or I, I don't know. Did you? Uh, did you I, hear? I did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't wow. Hear. Those
0: poor. Those guys. Are... Crazy deal. So
1: and Justin Brayton is did. Have you heard anything
3: about what uh,
0: concussion? I think he's out this week. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, if he's out.
3: he was he, he was out cold for sure. <laughs> he was asleep. He, he right, was sleeping on because yeah.
1: when I when I watched on TV, they just kind of showed a second of it, and then that was it. It looked like he hit the ground, was asleep, and obviously, I, I mean, I was paying attention to him because I had him for my fantasy team too, so no points for that.
0: Yeah, don't worry about his concussion, TJ. No. You know, it's my no fantasy. He, yeah. he
3: looked good all day. uh I didn't have him in my top five, but he had a great start and looked like it was just a quick slap down right uh, to the right to the back of the head, real quick, and oof. he he was out. Yeah. He's
1: been getting better, so yeah, it's going to hurt his overall for the t- points I, for the season.
0: Yeah, that, that's a bad deal going to sleep like that. That red flag was justified. You never know when somebody's out what's what's really happening. Yeah, and obviously, but uh, yeah, tough break for JB. Hope uh, hope he gets back. So and David Millsaps and and. Uh, he Did he have a rough race and still finish well somehow or another? I don't remember seeing Millsaps much on nah, TV. They
1: didn't show him much at all, so, yeah. And I didn't go to Dallas. We just decided to sit at the house and watch it. So we,
3: Yeah, we rode that day instead. Everybody and Millsaps
1: right is six in the points right now, so he's having a pretty solid year.
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely, I I, I could uh, see him in the top five any round now, especially one of the more technical rounds. Yeah, yeah. De-
1: definitely, definitely.
0: Well, you know, I right, Trey Canard. We'll, we'll skip a few. Malcolm Stewart ended up in tenth. I think that's a pretty good good finish for him. You know, and
1: a good comeback for Trey, like you're yeah. about to, about to say. say.
0: Yeah, I was trying to get to Canard just because it's his first time. You know, we haven't seen him this year, so. Uh, so, you know, solid. you know, the track probably, was
1: so sketchy. I'm just glad he didn't throw it away. I'm sure
0: he, that was probably in his mind. Let's just get through this round, see how it goes, and he'll build. He'll get. Better. Yeah, and
3: I believe he had a crash in there as well, if I'm not mistaken. He did. So, oh, wow. He did. Yeah, yeah pretty decent. Never mind, crash. man. Yeah, he, of yeah, course, No, it was a Canard going down. Yeah, no, he he can't stay out of the dirt. I think he made it about ten minutes at a one before <laughs> he was in the tough blocks. Yeah. And,
0: uh, there you go well what it looked to be uh before the restart like we were going to have a good cooper Webb showing and the poor dude they changed the tire and he still ended up in fourteenth still beat tomac still they both had to go it was like NASCAR race everybody pulling in Chad pulled in tomac pulled in cooper pulled in. I'm sure they were, I'm sure I'm missing somebody here but yeah uh, there's too many damn people pulling out I don't remember but uh yeah tough race man guys are getting flats and Breaking, you know. Breaking it was just. Everything.
1: I mean, really and truly, I'm saying I'm looking forward to the East Coast now because the 250 I think is kind of over. I just can't unless something happens to unless that something Pro Circuit bike.
0: Happens, I don't think I don't see anybody beating Justin Hill. Yeah. No,
1: so no. and I really I really thought I thought that last week until McElrath was up front and I'm like, oh my God, he is just laying it down. You know what mm. I mean? Really going. I thought maybe this championship will, you know, there'll be some life in it. But after his bike issue... I don't know. and They won't say what it is. They're
0: not, yeah. If, they, if they, they, What they're saying is that they don't know what it is. They know what it is, yeah. I'm sure. Is maybe not. I don't know. These damn thing, things are aliens now. All The electronics and crap, they going to these things. It's not like the, the old days where it was carburetors and, you know, pre-mixed gasoline. It's, uh, yeah. it's a little more. Uh, yeah, it's
3: more than fuel, fire, and air now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the so. thing is, is
1: I don't understand the secrecy. What's the difference? Those bikes are nowhere close to what people buy off the showroom floor. Why can't they say, yeah, yeah. I'm just making this up. A throttle position sensor went out, and you know, was running lean on top end because it.
0: Why do they do? Why does the? Why does any of these teams or riders and why? Why is everything a fucking secret? Everything's Pardon my a language. Secret. Everything's a secret. Everything know?
1: is. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, mean, I can understand maybe if you're sick and you're not feeling good. During the week, you don't want to tell your competition because they're going to be like, "Oh, so and so sick. I'm going to train harder." Or, you know, maybe give an opening. So homie's that.
0: got homie's got a bum knee. I'm going to put him in the stands. Exactly. You know? I can I can <laughs> kind of
1: understand that, but if something happens to your bike, you know what I mean? Say something.
0: They don't all want. They all want. Don't want Vince Freeze finding out. That's what it is. I just figured <laughs> it out. That's exactly. But really,
3: what it is. if you think about it, there isn't much organized. Press when? When do they actually have to say anything? Yeah, well, yeah. well they Every, get asked everything is more like you know, Mattis is hitting them up, and they're like, ah, oh, we're not going to tell this guy, and yeah. he reports to the majority of the people in the industry because he's the only one organized enough to go around the pits and That's spread a good the point. word. No,
0: absolutely, yeah. Let me tell. I want to say that was something I wanted to touch on this week before we got it. We got a few more minutes. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. If this were sticking ball sports, if this were Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL. These dudes would have no choice, but to, and there would not be just one Steve Mathis. There would be 75 Steve Mathises they had exactly. to deal with. So you can't just not talk to one because there's 74 more to replace him. It isn't going to matter at that point. So we got a little bit of a, a fragile flower situation, if I may, on this deal. Some of these guys are just straight-up pussies. I'm sorry, but they are. <laughs> I mean, I don't want you. To, I don't want to talk to you. You're mean to me. Come on, dude. You're a professional athlete. I'm sorry, but that's the way it goes, you know? It's it's the job it's the career you chose and be thankful you have it because most of us would love to have it and don't you know yeah. and I'm sure the journalists get on I'm sure Mathis gets on a lot of their nerves but he's good for the sport if you can look at it in those terms it is what it is well the yeah. only reason
1: why Mathis I think gets on everybody's nerves is because he's one of the few people out there saying it how it is mm-hmm. they but, don't want to hear it but no. he's he's got his own deal where he can get away with that mm-hmm. you know he doesn't have to answer to the teams or to some or you know he has his
3: own that's his deal he can say what he wants to and if they don't they blackball him it doesn't matter He's he's got the fans behind him and that's I think
0: that's what keeps him relevant that, that is what
3: keeps him relevant exactly yeah, for sure
0: it's, uh, you, you, if you enough people started not talking to Matt there would be a revolt <laughs> he, he gets
3: almost <laughs> as many downloads as they get at each Supercross race he's extremely relevant yeah, that's I can, crazy that, yeah, that's, that's probably it. true actually yeah, yeah the
0: Pulp of Mech show itself 20,000 plus every show
3: yeah, they're they're, they're they're comparable to what they're getting at Supercross. I'm and excited more... when we get like 200 downloads.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta start somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. That's Absolutely.
0: Right. Well, I, I I don't I remember as far as talking to Jersey, I remember back in the day when I forget which team he was playing for at this point. But Deion Sanders got pissed at a journalist and p- poured the water cooler on him in the locker room, right on TV too. They filmed it. Like you got, I mean. You gotta talk to the media. I know it sucks, but you gotta talk to the media. That's that's our outlet to you most yeah. of the time, you know. Now it's getting to be more social media driven, but even still, you still gotta do it, you know. But anyways, well, anything else, guys? Uh, Two fifty class. You want to break talk any more about that?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Austin Fortner had a great weekend. Aaron Plessinger is the world's worst starter. Um, Jimmy Dakota's had a good weekend.
0: He keeps flirting with that top three man. He'll get there at some point. I think he will.
3: I he feel will. bad for him too because uh, that's that's super close to a paycheck, very close to a paycheck. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> that's right. a good point. I didn't think about that.
0: <laughs> well, I, uh, I I pull for him. I know he'll. I hope that he'll do well, Fortner. Where's Fortner? Oh, Fortner on the podium. Yeah, man. he got second yeah. place. I think second, his first
1: singer was third. That, that that's his highest finish. I think was that second. He'll get a
0: W before the year's over. I'm you like, think, Yeah, I think he. Well, how
1: many that. more rounds of the West?
3: Are there three more rounds? Three or four? Yeah, I don't know. With the way that it shakes out now, I easily see Fortner winning just because him hole shot in that race. I think was the difference, honestly. Yeah, but he, you say
1: that, but McElroy, Okay, let's say McElroy didn't have the 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 problem that he had. Then you would have had Shane in front of him. Then he he would have been third on the box. He's going to have to have something go wrong with either Justin or Shane for him to get on. I top I feel like step. if
0: Fortner gets out front early and Justin and Shane,
1: they'll reel him in.
0: You think? Well, oh, they yeah. have before. I That's know, right, yeah, but so I just far. feel like he's gaining confidence. What do you think, John? I feel like he's gaining confidence as the series goes. I think,
3: especially uh, closing out the season. Uh, Hill's more looking to win the title if I'm him. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, these tracks up are absolutely gnarly. Uh, you can't check up. You've got to keep being aggressive. But they're pushing the razor's edge. And I see Forkner coming in more of an upswing ending the season for sure. Sweet. I like that. You know, I think come, come outdoors, I think he'll probably be pretty good there. He won a national
0: last year. And it's looking. he's supposed to be the golden child. We'll see. I hope so. East Coast he, is
1: next week. What, we'll after we get off the phone? There, uh, with John Short, we have talked talk about that East Coast. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, who we think definitely. is going to be up there.
0: So, well, that's cool. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? Ah, I don't know, man. Everything everybody, everything else kind of looks like it fell into place. Like minus, it should, yeah. <laughs> minus Michael Rass mishap, which is not his fault. It's All the way down good. to
1: third in the points. That's
0: a bad deal, but he's not 100% out of it yet. It's just Hill's going to have to have a bad race for and, him to get back in it. You know? From and, what
1: I hear, those Cowboys are solid.
0: Yeah, your well, son? Your son owns one. Well, not a no, biased I'm just saying, opinion. Mm. Well, okay, no, it's not
1: biased. I'm not a Kawasaki hockey fan at all. I'm just talking about Mitch's bikes. They say are really good this year. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You put I mean, Mitch. You put him in control of any of those bikes. Speaking there, of dude.
0: Kawasaki's, it looks like our local dealer may be changing hands. Yeah, you mean like
1: it's shut down?
0: No, 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 no. It's being purchased, though. Oh yeah, I believe so. By the other big man, by the other big dude in town. He <laughs> the guy. The other guy that owns everything else. Wait, you're talking
1: I, about the uh, Broadway?
0: Yeah, I think so. <sighs> Are you that, serious? That's the, that's the rumor. That's what I and I got insider info on that. So I'm pretty sure that's for sure. Well,
1: I'll know for sure tomorrow because I talked to. Doc's sponsor, who owns a Cowie shop, yeah. Today, and he was going to check with his dealer what was going on because yeah. he was probably he was interested when he found out they were shutting down.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I just so just Brad what...
1: will own every bike shop in town.
3: So he'll just
0: bring KTM and Husky, and he'll have it.
1: Every bike shop in town.
0: Every one of He them. won't
3: bring KTM in. He's. I don't should... see the demand for it here. Honestly, I wish it was here, but yeah. it doesn't seem to be. I, I yeah, just...
0: they've got a bad taste in their mouth about the KTM's from the la- from when they did have the KTM franchise. But exactly, I understand. I, I, I get it. You know, business wise, it needs to make sense. Well, TJ, it's about that time. Will you connect us with Mr. John Short, please? I'll give it
1: to my best shot.
0: Can you dial number still?
1: No. <laughs> I like when I called him earlier. There. He's like, "Who's this?" Hello, John Short.
0: Hey, how's it going? Hey, bud. Live on the Moto X Pod Show. How are you this evening?
4: Oh, not too bad. Just getting everything ready for the weekend.
0: Yeah, are you uh, when, when are y'all, y'all are headed to Minneapolis, correct?
4: Yep, i I uh, put my my bike on the TPJ rig just yesterday, flying out tomorrow afternoon. so cool, cool. Wish that.
0: Well, uh, you, you uh, tell us a little bit about your this past weekend. How did Dallas go for you, and what' you think?
4: Oh, it was definitely a good uh, learning experience. It was kind of a chaotic day. Honestly, I had quite a few bike issues uh, with suspension and whatnot um so I'm really glad I went so that my stuff's one hundred percent for this weekend, but it was good riding with uh riding in the four fifty class those guys are definitely fast and uh they showed me the fast way around the track, so I learned a thing or two
0: good well i've got uh I've got two other guys in the studio obviously t j my producer what's and, up, uh, man. We got John Moeller sitting in here with us. So when you hear two, two, a couple different people chiming in, there's three of us. I'm the redneck, oh,
1: okay. yeah. Yeah, awesome. Moeller's the redneck, yeah, Moeller's the redneck, the bearded Cajun redneck. We had, to, to, we had,
0: we had to bring his intro song in with Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> so, uh, so you yeah, got you got warm.
1: eighth in your um in your semi. That's a pretty good result, there, man. I mean, how I mean. Like really, that, that's solid. And that just to come off, I mean, off the couch, but into your first round, into the 450s, those guys have been racing, getting eighth places. That's a good. That's a really good result there, man.
4: Yeah, thanks. That was uh, probably my my better race of the evening. Heat race wasn't so great. Had a couple tip overs, and the, the LCQ didn't ride as well. But the 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 semi was a uh, was a good step in the right direction. I would say.
1: Was the track chewed up by then? I, I mean, on TV you well, couldn't tell just how bad it was.
4: I know the semi was pretty bad uh, as far as sun. Uh, both of the more difficult set of whoops and the the one rhythm lane, where the sun was was in your eyes, so that made it tough. But um, the track, yeah, I mean the track broke down as the night went on for sure. Obviously, I didn't see what it was like during the main, but uh, the whoops were slick, slick, slick the second set. So.
0: Yeah, it looked pretty sketchy on TV. I, I love. We were just wanting to get somebody's
3: uh, opinion on who was out there. Yeah, you could definitely. I was there, and uh, I could tell throughout the day, especially in the night show, uh, guys were just losing their drive coming through that second set of whoops. That you could tell they were just icy.
4: Yeah, there was. I don't think I saw too many people go through them without dancing around. You know, getting sliding to the left or sliding to the right.
3: Oh, yeah, I saw uh, countless people end up in the tough blocks throughout the day. Yeah, and they had a they had a
4: real big groove right down the middle, so uh, every now and then you'd hit them to the left or the right to try and skim them, and you'd end up in that groove in the middle. And then and you're and, praying
3: uh, from there, am I right?
4: Yeah, yeah, you're just trying to get past the last
3: whoop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just to
1: make it into that corner.
4: What uh yeah, um, yeah, let me get
1: out of this section. So okay. what's the biggest thing you picked up from this weekend that you're going to take into this first round of the East Coast in Minneapolis?
4: Uh obviously um I I kind of struggled at least riding with the 450s was uh, was riding my bike like it was a 450 uh just squaring up all the corners and not carrying momentum but uh i think the biggest deal i struggled with was just being aggressive with the other riders uh like in the sim the semi i think the heat race the, LC, well, the lcq for sure uh a couple guys kind of got aggressive with me and i just kind of laid up so i think the biggest deal is this weekend is uh don't let in don't let people push me around kind of Okay, Come out you know, own the track.
1: You're a Texas boy. You got you to gotta go out yeah, there. You got to and... show them what's yeah. happening. Yeah, you got to show them how it is. <laughs> uh, yeah,
4: yeah. It, it's not a practice track where I'm by myself, so uh, I can't let that catch me off guard when someone throws a wheel in there. I have to just fight for every position. Make,
0: yeah. Make sure and throw an elbow for us in there. Yeah. That.
4: But, That's right. Uh, other than that, pull the, pull the trigger on a couple uh, – first practice, I need to get get the track down a little quicker, and that really sets the tone for the day, so – uh just those two things kind of kind of go for it right in the first practice get my rhythms down know what lines i'm gonna hit and uh be aggressive so
2: yeah it's gonna be cool
4: having
1: you're running the whole east coast right
2: yeah yes that's
1: sir that's gonna be awesome so remember when you get up on the podium or whatever and then we try to call you the next week you can't cool guy us you got to answer the phone yeah you know just try not to dodge us if you can help it <laughs> 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 no,
0: oh I'll, I'll answer don't worry no doubt you'll be in the main though brother and we're we're, we're pulling for you to do well and I, I think you will so feeling good on the uh on the 250 bike ready to, ready to ready to go with it
4: yeah yeah uh i really uh Got to give it up to to Jim Lewis at Merge Racing because we got back from Dallas and um, had some weird – I went to test suspension that Monday because, obviously, my fork spring broke in practice, and and then uh, my shock – actually, when I got home, my shock was blown out, so my bike had quite a bit of time on it, so he – rebuilt the bot rebuilt the suspension for me and, and monday we went to test it and then my transmission went out so oh, crap he's oh, put you in are, count.
1: You, that's why you're rushing around trying to get everything
4: yeah <laughs> yeah and i had to get it on the rig this morning so uh me and him have, have put in some hours monday and tuesday to get everything as perfect as we can so i really appreciate that guy's help he's done a lot for me
1: do you have a mechanic that's going to be at the races with you
4: uh, whoever wants to tag along kind of deal, uh, one, There's one of your my chance, DJ. Is, that's
1: me. I'm, is... I'm, I'm in. I just got to figure out <laughs> some way to pay the bills.
4: Yeah, that's, yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: uh,
4: but I've got a sponsor who, who's helping me with, with a lot of this, uh, stuff financially. He's going to go to probably 75% of the rounds and then that's awesome. there'll be a few where I just get a buddy to go with me.
1: Well, and with the Teddy parks deal, then you say you're, that's how you're getting your bike around. Yeah. Yes, sir. I know. I know Ted. Yeah help you out every way they can
4: oh yeah there's there's plenty of people hanging around there working and that you wouldn't let me go without any help so
0: that's awesome yeah i like that for that uh privateer journey deal i think that's a great great program they run and uh um, all the props yeah it, on, all it's the props cool the they world.
4: make it easy just to show up and, and kind of be in a team environment and just have to worry about racing so and Ted's of the else.
3: entertainer as well if i'm not mistaken is that correct <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh,
0: yeah that's awesome that's awesome well hey man uh we just wanted to check in with you we'll let you get back to doing what you're doing uh we appreciate your time and good luck this weekend
4: yeah i appreciate it uh feel free to give me a call anytime i appreciate you guys having me on the show
1: oh absolutely we will you got any sponsors you want to thank
4: oh uh, yeah it, you know everybody with the privateer journey and uh fly racing and uh like i said jim lewis at merge racing is a uh, been I over love backwards one it, sounds so.
1: like yeah.
0: But um, yeah, it, everybody who's behind me, I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, John, we'll we'll uh, we'll look forward to watching you this weekend. Thanks again, buddy. Definitely. good All right, luck. thank
4: you guys. Bye.
0: John Short, ladies and gentlemen, two fifty East. Man, I just rising superstar, national the, number eighty eight.
1: The nerves he's got to have after the weekend he did have. Break, he's breaking a shock spring, a uh, fork spring, and then like during practice for his bike, then the transmission right before he goes on his 250, all this kind of stuff. You know, after this weekend, I mean, he's probably just a ball of nerves, and I'm sure, like, after the weekend's over, he gets the first one out of the
3: way. He's probably just going to just... Mm-hmm. Like, Privateer life, man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, one mountain after another for those guys, for sure. That's Definitely. crazy.
0: Well, they, they're the backbone of our sport, and I'd love to see those guys do good. So, I mean, uh, there's
1: no way you could go out there and do that without a practice bike. He's got to have... Wouldn't you think? If I'd- I had
3: to guess, he probably has a practice bike and a race bike. And uh, his practice bike... Is a parts bike? Is, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's probably been a multi-purpose race bike throughout the season and is liable to have 50 or 60 hours on it. Yeah. Right. They well, just don't last that long. Yeah, he's
0: hammering that thing.
1: Well,
3: John, we got you here in studio and, um, we
1: didn't, like, I didn't say anything that we were going to do this to you, but we want to hear a little bit about you and what about you growing up riding and stuff like that. A lot of people. We're going to interrogate you. Yeah. We're going to interrogate go. you <laughs> and, then, and maybe see if we can get you like emotionally broke down and cry a little bit. Too. No. <laughs> well, I have no emotions, so. You're not you're not, gonna get <laughs> no, him, not, you're at not going to get not going to cry. <laughs> not at all, man. But, um, tell us about when you started riding and all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, like you guys previously mentioned, I'm, I'm born and raised in Louisiana and, uh, My family has actually had a motorcycle dealership since, I believe, 1964. Nice. So uh, I didn't have a chance other than to ride motorcycles, but uh, just always took home movies and stuff as a kid. And when I was eight or nine, I told my parents I really wanted to race. And uh, we ended up, I got a KX60, and I raced three times and tried to jump a jump that was way too big. I had some $50 boots on, and... uh, broke my leg and I was out a year. My parents uh, asked me you know, if I still wanted to keep doing it and I did and uh, pretty much from then on, I've been hooked and uh, in 2015 moved over to Texas and here I am. Still, still riding and racing to pay the bills and enjoying life. And
0: it's pretty damn
1: fast on a bike at that. Your amateur stuff, like, like, did you went to Loretta's and did all that kind of stuff? As yeah, an amateur? I would
3: say in probably, uh, 2002, I started racing and everything f- healed up from my broken leg. I'd say I started actually riding again and my parents would take me to the track once or twice, you know, on the weekends. And I could ride at, uh, tried for Loretta's a few times and got m- Smoked, And then uh I believe 2008, I was 15 years old and decided, you know, that's really what I wanted to do and started making a harder push at it. I did Loretta's in oh uh, eight through, I guess, 2010. In 2010, I did the A-class at Loretta's and I got top 20 and that got you your pro license. Heck yeah. And uh really thought that's what I wanted to do. And then pretty much the next year, right after that, I broke my back. Oh. and uh I was a senior in high school at the time too, so it was a good uh a good time for my parents to straighten me out and say, "You're going to college, you're not <laughs> doing this for a living and uh kind of took Stepped away from it as much as I could rode a little bit and throughout college and ended up living at a track. My last two years of college doing motocross lessons and everything and started my own little business, uh new talent generation. I'm sure you guys have seen yep. that on my bikes. Yep. And, yep. uh, yeah, I got out of college and did not want to get a real job because I, you know, yeah, found out that they just sit in the desk all day. And, uh, So, yeah, here I am after everything my parents have done to not want me to do this for a living. Here I am uh, trying to do it for a living. (laughs) College
0: educated, (laughs) screw it. I ain't going, I'm not getting a desk job. The good thing is
3: you got the college out of the way. Now
1: you can chase, see how far you can go with this. And if it doesn't work out, you have a college Exactly, I can... uh, accounting or something like that yes
3: right? I, I have an accounting degree and i'm cpa eligible mm-hmm. uh there you go it costs thousands of dollars to get your cpa exam so i'll wait until i'm actually going to do that you know, and let another <laughs> company pay for me to do that There you <laughs> that's go. that's
0: awesome
1: i don't blame you there what right. um so what's your plans for i mean do you plan on trying to hit some of the nationals i mean are
3: you really going uh, my that plans plan? my plans for this year i'm uh i'll be 25 march 8th and I've had a few kids that are pretty promising. I wanted to do some amateur nationals, and uh, they really have been pushing for me to train them and get them ready. So uh, after about a year hiatus of training kids and everything, I'm kind of back into that. And uh, so if anybody needs any lessons, I'm your guy. (laughs) That's right. If uh, you haven't got a chance to ride with John or see him ride, it's, it's, it's poetry. I've watched John
1: 100 times, and he came out here to my track, and I'm watching him ride around, and I'm like, I looking like he's riding pretty good and then i put a stopwatch on him and realized he is just um, like it's it's unbelievable i've announced plenty of races john where you've raced and it looks like you're just out there cruising around like you're just barely even trying and you're just waxing everybody a lot
3: at a lot of these races. that good
0: technique comes into play it's it's easy. And just that's smooth you know. just smooth like and
3: my parents never pushed me at all um my dad would pretty much just push it as, as hard as I did. Uh, we had our moments moments when I was older, but that's a different story. Uh, Yeah. But that's what he always, you know, my, the first time I ever rode a dirt bike on a dirt bike track was at a motocross school. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I definitely believe in technique, and once you get the technique, you can build speed around that. But you have right. to have the foundation for sure. Absolutely, John. How can how can uh, some of our listeners get in touch with you if they want to they want to get in your program? Uh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, uh, John Moeller, and also New Talent Generation MC. We're on Facebook and Instagram as well. You can uh, reach out to us on any of those, and we'll get b- right back with you. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and he's. Um... Actually he owes my son a few lessons too, so we're gonna now that he's
1: back in bet you're back in <laughs> Texas, we're gonna have to cash that in. Definitely.
3: Yeah. TJ's the motor guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they um so your your trip to California, you got to ride all those tracks. What um like is that something that you're gonna try to put together again or is it something yeah, you are just trying to actually, stay around here? Uh,
3: that's something that Shannon Nide reached out to me and wanted me to come on board and help out and uh he got me out to california and i appreciate all the help on his end and everything and uh you know now i'm back kind of doing my own deal and definitely in the future uh, it's Maybe a shorter time period. I don't think you want to spend two months on the West Coast if you're used to the Texas way of life. We've got great tracks here. Yeah. it It's cool to go out there and experience all of that for Like sure, a week though. or two and then come I, back. I say probably a, a two to four week trip would be perfect. Perfect, Get away yeah. from all the Trump protests. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing I'll say where all of the motocross world is is south of L.A. And uh, especially where we were was in Temecula. It was... The people were extremely nice. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, yuppies, as I call them. You yeah, know, it was more <laughs> yeah. just normal people. Yeah, I lived yeah.
1: down towards Mission Beach and Oceanside for a long time. Yeah, uh, north to yeah. San Diego, and the, everybody come, talks about the crazy people, and it wasn't like that there. Maybe that's all in L.A. and Northern it California. Be, it must
0: be. It must be. But yeah, they
1: weren't. They they weren't nuts at all there. I like to
0: go out there and just hang out a week or two, like you said, and then get the hell back here. You know, I, I like driving
3: in it will. Uh, it will just drive you insane we it's impossible to even say how bad it is yeah because y'all i mean that temecula is not that far outside of la we were probably uh 70 miles out of la that's not that's really not
1: that far out of la that's still like what do you call it like city out there right yeah yeah i got a
0: buddy buddy who lives at temecula and he said the traffic's freaking terrible everywhere in california
2: so he wow. moved
0: there from here. He just, just said it's nuts. He said everybody thinks traffic at the Loop and Broadway and Tyler's bad. He goes, y'all don't have a clue. No, <laughs> <So> he, it, <laughs> I used
3: to, I thought traffic was bad in Tyler when I moved over here, and it's got nothing on California for mm. sure. Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll keep delivering out in Athens, Texas, where the you know. Yeah, I got Canton. I'm good. <laughs> there you there. If <laughs> I need
0: to get somewhere, it doesn't take me long. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so well good deal guy what time is it Seven forty-six. we got a few more minutes we got uh who's
1: curtis ready? is um, and i guess excuse me i don't i don't know curtis's last name i got to meet him at village creek curtis is one of the owners of the torn race series and he's helping he helped do some work out at village creek some dirt work um out there and built rebuilding the mini bike track and that kind of stuff and he's also putting on a torn race out there and march the 5th is going to be their first round and Man, I didn't know anything about the Torn series. I didn't know. I just thought, oh, cross country is expensive, and it, you know, all it's it
0: tear your bike up
1: dumb. all that stuff. And I've actually done a, a race at TCCRA, and it had like a four laps of a ten mile loop, and I almost drowned and dislocated all my toes. That and, sounds like <laughs> a mountain bike race. It four was, laps
0: of a ten mile. It was
1: pretty. It was pretty bad. It was mm. really, really, really bad. Uh, my, the turn, The my experience there. But, man, talking with, with Curtis, and we'll talk to him about that, it seems like it's going to be awesome.
3: We'll, well, we'll I can't
0: him... wait. I'm going to get out here. I'll let you drag me to this deal. I'm, hopefully I don't. How, yeah, I Muller, mean,
3: uh, you going? You want to drag you out there? We'll have to see what he's talking pro purse wise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good point right there. He's yeah. like, well,
0: depending on the payback, maybe if they're yeah.
1: paying, I might, I might have to show up. Yeah, and yeah. Doc told me to ask about contingency too. Just you see, he's got it. There you go. <laughs> that's, I mean, contingency. Speaking of that, and John talking I pro wanna, purse, yeah, I was going to
0: ask y'all about that. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say it's not like it used to be. I listened to some of these old podcast guys talking about the old guys where they used to go around and chase. And I remember back when I worked at the Yamaha shop here in town, there were some guys and at the Honda shop that they were making money off of that contingency and being local pro. The guys were making a living doing it back then. Going that. And John, since that's kind of what you're doing, is that possible now? Can you hit
3: races on the weekends and make money? Like, and actually pay bills off of that? you can you have to uh you have to be on it and you better win the only the guys winning i would say are making any money at all but uh, as far as the contingency and stuff goes it's tough uh you could probably pay your bike off you know i know a ton of guys that do that but uh other than that you've got to make cash these days i would say or you know to do the pro stuff if you can uh Sometimes you can get a deal with your dealers or whatever, maybe get like a double contingency program. Yeah. Guys are doing it that way. But on the local level, no, the contingency is not what it once was for sure. Yeah. And then the pro payout's not like it used to be either. No, no, not, no. Like I said, you know, if you want to get, you know, three or 400 bucks, you better, you know, win. And I'm definitely not going to name drop or point
1: anybody out, but there's been a couple of races and tracks that I've been at announcing. and And I do most of the tracks around here. And the payout is so up and down. Like one track will pay this percentage, and they'll do it per moto. And the next track will pay this percentage and do it overall. I
3: mean, that's
0: that's got like to be. I feel like you ought to pay per moto. Yeah, that's just my opinion.
1: I
3: like the per moto deal. It just takes a little bit of the pressure off. But yeah, uh, yeah it's to actually make a living racing on the local level. I would say is just not. It's just not possible uh, not anymore. Even from one of the local tracks, it's tax season, and then they send you the W-2s just like you were actually making income. You oh, know, yeah. When it doesn't factor in entry fees or anything else that we pay, just like the normal guys. Oh, mm-hmm. so when they pay out like that, then the entry fees, I guess you have to keep up I got a it. W-2 that stated my income was what they gave me back and a local
1: or a young rider you know a pro or whatever they got to keep
3: up with those they all their expenses and all that kind of <sighs> correct stuff. nothing you, I, I pay for every single thing that i do, now do you, you could write the fees off though right but yeah you yeah pay I, you uh i have a tax id and everything where i, I write off you know the yeah. expenses and everything but it's uh well it's coming still, from a cpa or, or that kind of background are you able to i mean you could write off a lot of stuff i mean yeah, you it, it's uh, very easy to show no income when you don't really make much, <laughs> <laughs> and you you uh, every week you know you always need something. Yeah. yeah, that's I never thought about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, you gotta get get help or.
3: Well, Doc had to sl-
1: fill sl- out yeah. whatever yeah. is a W nine or whatever but for but his. But what Continuity. you actually,
3: it's uh it has its own special tax bracket. I guess it's a a hobby loss, though. You know, you can't. You're not getting any money back. Oh, you can't you can't put it as like your income expenses and stuff. No, like no, not not really. It it uh like I said, it files falls more into like a hobby category either. Oh way. wow. That's crazy.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, hey well, speaking
1: you, of that, I think we should probably go ahead and call Curtis it's a little early, but I mean he can deal with that, I'm sure.
0: Mr. Smith, I will let you conduct this phone call.
1: I, I am doing my best to try to get this going and of course I'm not really good at all this stuff. We need to find a good producer. Maybe I can.
0: We need to find a producer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Dude. I'm kidding. Well, don't look at me because I you're doing a forty forty thousand times better job than I would be doing over there. So <laughs> I'm good at talking shit. That's why I'm in this seat. That's. Do you actually, yeah, that that's
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good
0: at talking shit. That's it.
1: We need some like background music while wow. the phone rings corn racing uh curtis how are you this is tj for the moto x pod well how are you doing today man i am doing great i have got john uh john moeller and our host mark pool here in studio what's up curtis how's it going curtis? oh it's
5: going good what's up with y'all
1: wow, man just sitting here talking moto yeah talking moto and then <laughs> and then i was trying to tell them a little bit about what you've got going on so i figured the best thing to do would call you and let you fill us in on the this torn. We're all moto guys, and everybody I talk to them about the torn races, and everybody looks at me with a, a, questioning look, and and so I figured if the best thing we could do is to get it out to the moto guys, and let you explain what we got going on, uh, March the fifth, the first round.
5: Yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting ready. This will be our eleventh year of racing. Uh, started it back uh, just a place where people go ride and have a good time. Motocross. Cross country kind of combined our series, and uh, we're going to start off this year uh, at a new piece of property that uh, nobody's ever got to ride on yet. Uh, it's out in Middle uh called Texplex Park, is what it is. But uh, we're actually building a motocross track, a UTV track, mountain bike track, jet boat track, You Dig. So it's going to be a pretty cool. Pretty cool place. After we race, it's going to be open to the public and just go out and have a good time.
0: That's not like a good spot to go camp for the weekend.
5: Yeah, they're going to put out. A, they've been talking about uh, in their second build. You know, they've got phase one, phase two. They're going to actually come out and put RV spots, cabins. You know, nice. just a place where people can get away for the weekend.
1: Well, we're looking forward to that. Now, you said that the track is a mix. I mean, is all the Torn stuff, like, I mean, seriously, I know it sounds crazy to you because being that you're the owner of the Torn series and, and all that, you know everything about it. Most everybody I talk to in the moto world doesn't have, like, a lot of clue what the Torn series, which has been around for as long as it has, people don't even know what it's about. They're like, oh, that's just cross-country. And from talking to you, it and I've actually done a race at TCCRA, and I, I mean... I didn't. Remember, I mean, it didn't sound. When it was all said and done, I did one ten mile loop, and I'm like, I'm, I'm over this. This is ridiculous.
5: Yeah, we. uh That was one of the things I've come from the cross country world, so that's what I used to do mainly is just all cross country, and then I, you know, I practice moto. But what we did is built the series, and it's the tracks are somewhere anywhere between three and a half miles to about five miles long. Uh, if we go to a motocross track area, we always incorporate the motocross track in as part of that. So, uh, you end up getting to do them both. What's really funny is I, I talk to a lot of moto guys that actually come out and race with us. There's quite a few that actually run, but uh, they like it because it's an hour-long race. They go out, you run the motocross track or the cross country, whatever it's combined of. But uh, they say they sure do get a bigger bang for their buck. You know, you come out and you get to race for an hour, and it it's really good for most of the moto guys because it gives them a just a lot of time to practice while they're out there racing.
1: Yeah, and speaking of it, bang for your buck, I had I know when I looked into doing some of the other different series that do the cross country stuff, the prices are pretty high. You had to buy a transponder, you had to join this league, you had to do this, you had to pay for bringing your dog in, and pay for bringing everything. <laughs> I mean, every little e- expense and. Talking to you, y'all aren't running it that way.
5: No, we've actually, uh, we did run it first because all the other series that ran it that way, but we basically got away from that, and basically it's 15 bucks to come in uh, to get in the gate, and then it is $35 for your first race, and then if you want to run a second race, which a lot of the races you can race on a Saturday or Sunday, but the second race is 25 bucks. Uh, your transponders are free. We, we give them to you. Uh, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to pay for anything else. There's no membership fee. There's none of that. So it's, it's really pretty cheap and you get to practice. Practice starts Saturday morning. You get four hours of practice before the races, the races ever even start. So man, you can get for that, for that 50 bucks, basically you figure you're spending you're going to get a lot of time on the bike. Do y'all nice.
1: have any practice on Sundays?
5: Yeah, you actually can practice if you just want to come out and run on Sunday. Usually, our practice starts somewhere around about seven thirty, and you get an hour of practice, and then and then we come back and then start our races. Which we end up having three races on Saturday, bike wise, and then no, we have four on there, and then we have three on Sunday. So you got plenty of plenty of spots to ride in.
3: Awesome. Well, uh, Curtis, I'm a local pro motocross racer, so I'm curious. Uh, what's your pro uh, payback, and what's your pro scene like?
5: What we usually do is usually our pro payout is I think it's nine fifty at every race, uh, and it pays back to fifth is what it does. So the first place guy he'll bring home about four hundred bucks if he wins that that race. So
3: okay i That's
1: just saw a sparkle
3: good. in john's eyes yeah four hundred dollars yeah you may be seeing mister i'll go Moeller. ride uh ride my dirt bike for a few hundred dollars yeah you may
0: be seeing mr <laughs> Mueller very soon but
5: uh... well it's, it's real funny we used to josh Demuth used to come out and run with us back when, before he lost his leg and all all his troubles kind of started but he used to race with it he said man i just come out because it's fun i have a great time doing it and most of the time he takes he took home the four hundred bucks. He goes, Well, that's pretty cheap cheap pay for the day. Yeah, so. yeah
1: that's not bad. And he um uh, we had him on last week talking to talked with him, checked in with him and and then um uh, Jamie Guida, one of our other hosts, got to check in with him at the supercross, so
5: Oh yeah. He's still doing pretty good then, isn't
1: he? Uh, yes, sir. He's working at uh, some kind of dealership. Now they they do UTV parts or something like that and running their parts department. Yeah, he's, he's the doing... parts
0: manager over there. Has a great attitude despite what's happened to him. You would never know just talking to him like on a phone or something that he had had any of that stuff go down in his life because he's just a very, very positive guy.
5: Yeah, he was – I tell you what, out of all the – because I actually worked when the Nationals ran down here uh, – at freestone i actually ran the track the track maintenance and a lot of those guys would talk to me but i tell you what josh Demuth actually had the best rapport with kids and people he just he really knew how to get on their level and talk to them he's a really nice guy
0: he is he is we were very we were very uh stoked to have him on and that he would talk to us and uh same as you we're glad to have you uh, i i know several of us myself included tj are planning on making the trip to Midlothian and doing the race. So, uh, I've always heard good things about it. I've just, for whatever reason, never been able to get there. So I'm looking forward to it.
5: You know, I always try to tell everybody it's about the fun. If you're not having fun riding a motorcycle, you know, you probably ought to try to find something else that makes you happy, but (laughs) I don't know how that is because I just really enjoy being on the bike, you know, getting out and riding and just goofing around. We're me and my son are about to take a month-long trip. We're going to leave from here, and we're going to Oregon and back here, about a 4,500-mile trip on dual-sport bikes. We're just going to cruise through the a oh, uh, wow. bunch of gravel roads and stuff, so it all be fun. Nah, yeah, oh, that wow.
3: sounds awesome. I'd love to do that. Oh, yeah, that's that's here. awesome. So you guys are just hardcore motorcycle riders. That's That's what it's all about. What? Yep, um, yep. One question I did have, actually, my son Doc was asking about. Do y'all have
1: any kind of, Do y'all do contingency or anything with any of the manufacturers?
2: Uh,
5: KTM and Husqvarna both do contingency with us right now. Uh, we the other ones just man, they really just don't do too much in the off road side of it. Yeah. You know, it's just it's not the same as the the cross country. I mean, the motocross world. So right.
0: KTM
1: owns off-road, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a sea of orange out there, anyways.
5: You know, it has really. It used to. What was funny is it used to not be, but man, it has become a sea, of of orange. I think we're talking, out of all the bikes, I think the other day we looked it up, and it was thirty or forty percent are KTM's out there now.
1: Oh wow, nice. So, so, and you had told me something about the classes. Now, being that we aren't, you know, we're moto guys. Uh, the us amateurs and the vets or whatever that you said there were certain classes that we should sign up for and then how the points work if somebody wants to finish running the series and they get bumped
5: yeah what we do is if you come and you want to run what I try to do is get people to look and get in a class that they feel comfortable in if you're not a real racer you know amateur class if you're better intermediate and what we end up doing is we actually run our transponders which gives us lap times and it's a constant thing out there so what we actually do is if you come out and run and you're running lap times with the class above you we go ahead and move you up in the class and put you where you belong where it's fair across the board and uh if you actually are racing the series with us in points what we do is if i move you up within the first four races of the season However your lap times would put you in the class above is the points we actually give you. So That's pretty cool. That works out real good. You don't get screwed in a championship that way.
1: And you also have ATVs and UTVs. Do you all run those like on the same tracks or the same weekend? How does that work?
5: Yeah, what we do is we actually run. uh, What we'll end up doing is this year, because we've done it different in the past, but this year the bikes are going to run all the way till Sunday, about 1230. Then our U- our ATVs will race the same bike track, except for the real tight wood sections. We'll let them, you know, go around it or get them around it. And then they run for an hour. And then as soon as they're done, the UTVs go out and run a track that is wide. You know, we've widened out or we don't go through any of the tight sections. So they can run basically a lot of the motocross track and then more of the open field and stuff. Oh, okay. Well,
0: yeah, it sounds like uh, fun for everybody at that deal.
5: It it does. It, I mean, we're basically trying to get it to where it's a big family-oriented, and I've got a lot of people that race motorcycles, that their kids didn't want to race motorcycles. They raced the four-wheelers, and then some of the older. I've got an 80-year-old guy that races with us in the wow. UTVs, and he does, you know, no longer could he race anything else. And he's like, man, I still want to race, so... Bought of a UTV and come out and race with us. So nice. Well,
1: I'm looking here at the Sunday schedule, and that's probably when we're going to come out. The one thing I do like, since we're all, we're going to be running the amateur stuff, is the practices from eight until nine, and then I get yeah, a, and then I get a couple hour break until eleven o'clock to rest up from practice before the race. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah, that'll give you a little bit of time. But you know, the good thing about it, our our laps. I don't worry about the mileage as much as the lap times i want our fast guys to be about a 10 minute lap and then everything else should fall about right and that usually sends our slowest people in in about 15 16 minutes
1: that's
5: not bad so you know it's it the good thing about this kind of racing too is you get to see your racer you know so if you want to bring out the mom or you know dad or they get to see the the people actually racing instead of seeing them once the whole time they'll see them you know four or five times
1: we're gonna have to have to find somebody to bring with us to fill up our gas cans too
5: <laughs> you know what's really funny in an hour you can make most all motocross bikes will make that hour race without filling up at all
0: really well yeah no, yep. overs- we don't have to get an oversized tank or anything
5: nope nope you can actually come out and run that that's why we run an hour is because that's basically, you know, where most all bikes have no problems making that length of time.
1: Even the 250Fs? Two strokes, too? Yep.
5: Two oh, strokes, yeah, that's be, what i Because my son yeah. runs a 250F, and he runs the Expert, which is a 70-minute race, and he never has to pit. Nice. He runs in. He's got about a – oh uh, he doesn't have a whole lot in the tank, but he's got enough that, you know, we don't worry about it.
1: Oh, awesome. But just topping them all the way off till they're about to flow out and then get – and then do that
5: yep that's what we do
1: (laughs) well man if you would like to let everybody know about the website and all the information they that would be awesome
5: yeah if you uh you know if you go to look uh tornracing.com we're actually texas off-road nationals but our website is tornracing.com you can get on there you can find out any information you want my phone number my wife angie's phone number's on there if you ever have any questions but uh man uh we've got facebook page under torn racing you know to see if there's anything odd going on but uh beyond that uh keep keep your eyes open for texplex park which is on the facebook and kind of as they slowly get all their stuff done there so you can have a good place to go ride on the weekend during the week so just keep that in mind
0: looking forward to that one for sure we we appreciate your time curtis and uh we will definitely see you soon. Thanks for coming on tonight.
5: Sounds good. Y'all have a wonderful night. Hey, you too, Curtis. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye.
0: Curtis from Torn Racing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pumped about that. It sounds fun. What do you guys think? Definitely.
3: I'm uh, thinking I'm at least going to have to check out the first round. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I think that um, with especially with, like,
1: with Doc growing up riding in a track. I don't know, Mark, if you ever saw our old track. It was like single track but had some moto jumps and stuff in it. I think he'll have fun, and if he can have fun, and dude that's just something else different to put him on the bike on and just you know get him
0: some time on it
1: and i'm i can go right around the woods and if i can get all my buddies out there i don't even care where i finish i was looking at the classes hey, yeah
0: if you need to stop take a piss you ain't got no problem just get behind a tree, <laughs> there, on the tree.
1: exactly go, man. <laughs> yeah because i think i'm going to sign up in that 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 open novice class yeah me too i don't i don't know where and, i would stack up off-road it um, doesn't matter sometimes. yeah and, and like yeah, yeah. you said that if just you have a good time yeah, yeah. If, and, if, and if we're If you're too fast, which I know I won't be, then they'll bump you to where you should have finished in the... That's what I like. They'll
0: let you know where you are by the next round, you know? Well,
1: I have heard horror stories of people racing these back in the day, cross-country races, and I think maybe some of the other series still do this. Well, when they bump you, you lose your points. Yeah. And so you're, let's say you're leading your class or you're, you know, whatever, and then they bump you because that's how they do it then now you're in the next class up but you have no points i was talking with him about that and he'll when he bumps you he'll look at what your lap times were at those other races and put you where you would have finished so maybe if you won two or three races and then he bumps you to the next class up you would have got fifth you get fifth place points
2: right Right. so So it
1: keeps you in it keeps you in it so which which is really cool and the I like the fact that it's not going to cost $200 a rider to a race. Yeah, that's
3: nice. And nice. it get all that time on the track. John, I so. feel like exactly.
0: you do pretty good in that series. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I'm not... Uh, maybe I'm better now. I wasn't good at uh the patient part and that's where you have to have in the woods but the only race i've ever done was like two hours long and uh it's, it was a different deal so I, I would like to try this out for sure absolutely yeah
1: especially that's since great. the payout
3: I, I, saw, yeah. I saw your i saw your face
1: light up you it's don't a get quick, much emotion it's out a of quick junk. drive to
0: midlothian's hour and 45 <laughs> yeah we there. can
1: we can probably make that happen well they've Excellent. got that one and then round two is at the end of march in oak hill and then i don't know where crafton texas is no clue and then and then then uh, Endover Bridgeport. Don't know where that is either. Uh, anyways, Boyd, Legacy Farms. I know where
0: Boyd is. Yeah. yeah,
1: and this is Legacy Farms in June, and then the rest of them don't even have... <laughs> They don't even say where they are. They they'll, just give you a date. They'll, they'll figure it out. they just figure it, it, out. it out. That's out. probably what it is. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to do the first
0: one. I'm not promising I'll do another one, but it sounds That's, just, that's how I am. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't think we're going to do the whole series because I think a lot of them or a few of them conflict with some of the amateur nationals, but...
0: Well, yeah, y'all got to focus on that for sure yeah unfortunately
3: so. mm. my pocketbook is crying already
0: <laughs> john you gonna try to go to loretta's again this year yeah i
3: believe so uh like i was saying earlier i'm working with a few kids now and i believe we'll be for sure at the james stewart race at freestone and then at loretta's you gonna do and oak hill we'll see Pro it, it it sounds like it. Pro- I'm probably going to get dragged to a lot more of those things that I want to to. I think I'll to. be at Oak Hill. I'll be announcing there at Oak Hill, so Doc will do that one for sure. Oh, you're
0: going to announce that race? Yeah.
1: And then um, the, uh, the guy from DMXS, whatever his name is. Oh, Kevin Kelly? Yeah, he, well... Whichever or is it
0: David Izer, probably Kevin. It's Kelly. Kevin
1: Kelly. Yeah, he's going to be there, so I think I get to announce with him. That'll be pretty cool. Sweet, that yeah. will be awesome. Those guys have. are hilarious. Yeah, they
0: yeah. are. He's yeah. going to you should get ready. He's going to screw with you the whole. He's worse than me, I think. Yeah, I got yeah. to
1: actually hang out with him at the um, uh, not not much, but at the, the uh, was it Junior Moto X last year. I was the backup announcer. If he need if they needed somebody, they were going to call me. If he needed a break, but that dude just never shuts up so yeah I, mean, I may not get a word in
3: those guys are talking at uh 6 in the morning and then you can go to the beer tent and they're there late at night too they're they're machines yeah.
0: yeah yeah the gift of gab i don't know i can talk a lot i don't know if i can talk that much though well,
3: i don't so, know if anybody wants to listen to you talk that. they much. don't i can
1: promise they don't <laughs> you go
0: ask my wife she for sure doesn't but uh well guys awesome show tonight i think we've about covered it What do you think well, John, real quick, as we sh- really appreciate you coming tonight. Definitely, bro. I appreciate
1: you guys. Who having wins me. East Coast first round? Uh, Savachi. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a pretty safe pick, I think. Yeah, Savachi. I think that's yeah.
3: Savachi. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Craig. I but like uh, I, my heart's telling me it's going to be a long year if you're not a PC guy
1: <laughs> I'm going uh, to pick
3: another PC rider I guess we're all going to pick different people and I didn't. I didn't win there,
1: ain't another, there ain't but one more that's, so. that's what I'm picking there you go I think Censarillo is going to well
0: he's won a big bit of big percentage of the races he's entered Supercross exactly Tron, so that's <laughs> what I'm thinking <laughs> man. he deal. is
3: he knows how to win there for sure. you
0: go that's it well guys DJ TJ John Moeller Mark Poole we appreciate you see you next time